Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host. You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, it's Lee Paddock. <laughs> we bring you this podcast on January 11th, 2021. Let's get into the podcast. Um, As always, spoiler alerts, but this week we bring you the movie The Intern, brought to you by me. Uh, I love this film. I saw this movie back in 2015 when it came out with my mom. Oh, my mom, yeah. But it was fun, and uh, I like see- I've always liked seeing movies, and I always saw a lot of movies growing up with my mom and my grandma because my grandma loved going to see the movies. She loved watching movies, so she fed the habit. And my mom liked going to the movies occasionally, so we'd go off pretty often. Um, and I just continued on in life, and we still do sometimes. Uh, this, I think this might've been the last movie. No, I think I saw Star Wars with her too. Um, but this was one mm. of the last movies I saw with my grandma. Um, but it's a, ri- mm. uh, it's just a good old wholesome movie. It's got a good cast. We'll get into it in just a little bit. Um, well, let me give you a little, the good old summer from this. Academy Award winner Robert De Niro stars as Ben Whitaker, a 70-year-old widower who gets the chance to work as a senior intern at an online fashion startup founded and run by the ambitious Julia Jules Austin, played by Academy Award winner Anne Hathaway. As the two generations collide, they also find friendship and someone to count on, each other. Really... Hammering down that Academy Award winning. <laughs> but, you know, I like it. And I like seeing a wholesome movie with a budget and good acting because I like all wholesome movies, but a lot of them, we got the C team out. We got the D team out. Uh, we got yeah. we got the F budgets. <laughs> Z budget. Even if the C team could do a good job, they're given an F budget. <laughs> like, yep. Um... You at least get the B team. Come on. Not with some of those, not with an F budget. <laughs> <laughs> the whole F budget goes then to one guy. <laughs> one guy. But yes. Um, we'll get a little into this movie. Uh, it was directed by Nancy Myers. Uh, she's filmed a lot of movies like this. Uh, another future movie we'll be watching, The Holiday. Oh, really? Yep. I, I was wow. surprised to see that she directed. I, when I was doing research into her, I was like, "Oh, I like this director." I thought this was a first time uh, writer director. No, no, she's been working since like eighties, not okay. as like a director, but like she's been directing things since early two thousands and stuff like that. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it a little okay, bit. Okay, sir. Um, but as I did my research, I found out I this is this is my kind of director. She does. She's a wholesome director. <laughs> like everything she's done pretty much is wholesome. Like maybe throughout her whole filmog- filmog- filmography. Filmography. Thank you. Um, you could find something maybe not super wholesome, but like I'm not going to dig through every single thing. But the big things <laughs> are all pretty wholesome. The <laughs> things that she's known for. Um, right. And even most of those little things I did scan through and they all looked pretty wholesome. Um, the holiday, yeah, it's definitely yeah, one of those and movies. Yeah, I can't wait to show you that one. I mean, especially Sweet. since with your response to this one. <laughs> I didn't, well. It's just another big budget, actually big budget, wholesome movie. Like, it's got we'll Jack. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. It's got Jack Wagg, Cameron Diaz, you know. The holiday. Mm-hmm, Jude Law. Right, yeah. Um, 
But yeah. Uh, and another two movies uh, I love called uh, Jack and Diane, Something's Gotta Give. I think you know that movie too. That's Jack uh, Nicholson and... Uh, Something's uh, Gotta Give. Really? Yeah. That's Jack Nicholson and um, the one lady. Helen Hunt? No, that's as good as it gets. Yeah, no. That's yeah. This is one where he's like, he's an old man who has sex with young girls. <laughs> Not like young girl, young, young girls, but like girls in their 30s. So he's just Jack Nicholson, basically. Yeah, he's having sex with girls like in their 30s, and, and like he's on a beach home, and they run into the girl's mom, who's the, the, other, the, the actual love interest, and... I can't remember the actress's name now, but she's got oh. like gray hair. I remember that movie. Yeah. Um. Well, I didn't. I actually never seen it. Before, oh, okay. Well, then there's another future you movie I'm show gonna show it to you. Me. Yes. Uh, and uh, what women want? You ever seen that? Yes, I've seen. Oh, okay. oh my god, she wrote that. I know. Uh, movie's directed kinda, it. It's kind of dated now. She directed it. Like in terms of like some, yeah, yeah. It's kind of dated now, I guess, for some like I guess feminist. Like yeah, but when you think about it, it's like still like directed by a female. It's pretty weird, yeah. But I made know in that. probably a pretty toxic masculine. But yeah, movie. I actually, like, when I was a kid, weirdly forced enough, to make I kind of liked it. Yeah, I liked it too when I was a kid. It, it was Mel Gibson just being like, I silly like Mel listening Gibson, to women. And even though I hate him as a person, sort of. I like Mel Gibson. Uh, I'm disappointed in certain aspects of him as a person. I can't say I hate him for him. No, okay. Yeah, Not for yeah. him, but <laughs> I don't... I, I don't think he should be I disagree canceled. with I him on everything, but... I think if I'm just thinking Mel Gibson, the actor. Yeah, he's there you go. Don't talented. I've always liked him as an actor, so let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You don't need to cancel me now. Um, this movie was also produced by Nancy Myers. Um, she was the producer for uh, Father of the Bride 1 and 2. Another future movies for Lee to watch by me. Father of the Bride, part two, one and two. Oh, she directed both. Wrote produced, and produced, produced them. those. Okay. Um, this movie is also produced by Suzanne Farewell. She seems to have like a pretty good relationship with Nancy Myers. They, she's pretty much produced like everything Nancy Myers does. That's pretty much what her That's career is. Crazy. Uh, is working on Nancy Myers movies. Um, and then, yes, as you keep saying, this movie was written by Nancy Myers. <laughs> it was written, produced, and directed by Nancy Myers. I, uh, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. This is a personal and she's written a, And she wrote a lot of the things she directed and, or, and produced them and stuff. like. I'll get, we'll get into those as we watch those movies. But that's who she is, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and I liked it, and like, and I, I, in 2015, you she is the perfect. If you're making this kind of movie, she's the perfect director to do it. If you're getting this this cast, okay, here's the starring. We got because this kind of movie you would expect lower A teams or more like like more like sillier like A teams or there's people that you expect, right? And, and, and it's not that you don't expect A list. Yeah, you don't. It's not that you don't expect. You expect Anne Hathaway in this movie, but it's not that you don't expect Robert De Niro. But you are surprised. A little bit. He's been doing movies like this for a little bit. Yeah, but like he's this one, he's now. fully wholesome and stuff. Like he's done like he does like the Dirty Grandpas and like he's always like the he's always like Robert De Niro the grandpa. But this is like him like yeah, toning that all down and being like a Robert De Niro who never went through any gangster things. He's just a nice guy. Yeah, who made phone books. He's perfect at everything. Well, is... he's not perfect at everything, but he's just like 
he's this last. When he was younger, you could probably see him being perfect in everything. Well, because he made fucking phone books. Like you could be, it's easy to be perfect at the phone book factory. <laughs> like he's like the perfect gentleman. Basically. Yeah, like he's just he's the last visage of a uh, of a old generation. Like it's just like the, it just it's surprises just people. Part of the yeah, it's part of the theme of the movie, which I yeah, I was surprised. And I think since 2015 has come back more. Like men have started like that. 2015 really men did wear like t-shirts and like sneakers and like we still do that but those things have become nicer and we start we have i think i guess as millennials have gotten older have dressed more old and mature and even zoomers i just don't see people wearing as like childish clothes like fashion's right. bigger more important now for men and women yes um which i mean still- it is kind of funny they made and this, it, they, this movie a little bit this movie is a very 2015 movie oh yeah just everything's happy and it's up so funny. and But yeah, as we were saying, this cast is big. We got Robert De Niro as Ben Whitaker. We've said it a couple times. Uh, I th- I love him in this movie. I think he's really good in it. Uh, I think I, I he is like and good. also he uh, the people that know me if you listen to this podcast you know like how I like identify with characters and stuff and I'm like oh yeah I want to be that like wearing a suit pulling out mm-hmm. the hanky <laughs> milady yeah. but I don't want to do that part and he doesn't do that part no but, like, he's not that guy he's the silent gentleman you don't like say anything you don't be creepy you're not doing right. any of this stuff to fuck you're doing this to be because a, a gentleman, gentleman. Yeah, he's a gentleman it's what you just do to anybody any lady any man. You just be, you treat people with respect. I, I could see how that could appeal to Robert De Niro. He's never really, yeah, he's never really played a character who's just, like, so nice. Yeah, and, like, yeah. And it's just, like, you get to just be standing and sitting most of the movie. You don't have to be like, I'm stomping this guy's fucking head I think that's another reason. Screaming into the mic. And, like, having a blood vessel pop in your butt. That's probably another reason why he, like, it's just a he nice, wanted fun to do thing. this movie. It's nice. Because there are a lot of scenes of him just sitting. And it's a little something different. And then we got Anne Hathaway as Jules Austin. I think she was a good choice. It was almost Reese Witherspoon, but she uh, pulled mm. out. I don't. I I like I Anne. Like I her. like Reese Witherspoon. Um, I mean, shout out to the Reese uh, book club. Book club. <laughs> it's big. It's popular. Huge. So shout out. Huge. Uh, oh it, wait, I can't really do that. <laughs> oh no, they're gonna cancel us for so many things. Um, but yeah, I, I like Anne Hathaway more for this choice because Anne Hathaway just seems more like that, like upbeat, like startup, like CEO. Yeah. Anne Hathaway is like the high power, like lawyer, like executive. She's the one. She's she's nice to her employees. Reese Witherspoon is more of the, like, like the boardroom pressuring Anne Hathaway to get a CEO than anything. Right. I don't know. That's how I feel a little bit. Maybe not everybody. Uh, we got Rini Russo as Fiona, the love interest for the Robert masseuse. De Niro. Yep, the masseuse. Because this is a 2015 startup. Like the the CEO rides a bicycle around because she needs to get from place to place quick, as quick as possible, and it doubles as exercise. And this place, they got a they got a masseuse that just that's how you get a reward. You get a nice massage, and Robert De Niro gets a boner. Yeah. <laughs> One of Lee's mm. favorite scenes. 
<laughs> yeah. Seeing his character. My favorite actor. I mean, he's been in a lot of movies where he's kind of embarrassed himself. So oh, come it's on. not anything new. I but, thought their relationship was cute too. It's just like this, like this, this second half, like we're gonna end this last third of our lives together kind of relationship. We're like, yes, we. Well, he had a very loving marriage, and hers ended with poo poo, divorce, sadness. But like his kind of ended in sadness. But he's also like I feel like in his case he's still like ten to fifteen years older than her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he'll still die young, old younger <laughs> before her. So no. like it's like oh this is Robert gonna be my last Hero relationship and it's gonna be nice and it's gonna be fun. I know right. At least five years older now from that movie. We got Anders home as Matt. He's the workaholics, uh, and he's Anne Hathaway's husband in the movie. Yes. Uh, he would be the one part in this movie that I say I could think that could be replaced. Most of the parts he's okay, but whenever he's trying to be serious, it just kind of takes the seriousness out of the moment because he's not good at it. Like he, he never cried. Work. He they he needs work. I, I would be fine with him if the studio, if there had been a director in studio that was like invested enough to be like, let's get him like two months of uh, acting act. Tra- acting training uh so he can uh, be know, more emotional have, yeah. just for this role and like he probably would have and paid for it and all that stuff and i think he could have done it because he was fine in the other roles just being the the dad that's not the biggest character uh, but i feel like this movie was shot really quickly and everybody just kind of had like this i mean the movie just has like it this had a it had a uh, a puzzle like it was just like an easy puzzle like this is how the pieces go this movie's been made Exactly. It just, you know. But I just, that, there's no I, that's what I'm saying. This is me <laughs> nitpicking because I honestly don't hate him or anything. It's just like, oh, if I had to, like, I'd make you do for your movies. Like, <laughs> tell me, like, oh, well, this movie that you gave it a 10 out of 10 and you love the most out of everything and he says your number one movie, what would you change? <laughs> like, <laughs> and not saying this is my favorite movie of all time, but it is a, uh, up you, there. You the really top like 10, it. And I like it. Uh, we'll find out Crazy. my rating later. But this is one of your top ten movies, and you talked about one of mine. They both have Robert De Niro in it. I know it's hilarious. Now I don't love his other ones as much, like Dirty Grandpa. I, I and uh, like uh, surprised you don't like Dirty. Grandpa I do. Much. They're fine, but I don't like them as I like <laughs> this fine. ones more. This one's because m- it's wholesome. It's wholesome, and like they're better actors in it. Like Zac Efron's fine, but Zac Efron. Yeah, he's fine, but like, and he's gotten a lot better, I think. And he, I don't think he's as bad as people give him the rap for. But no, I don't. I just like, I just the chemistry between Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro was really cute in this movie and good. They worked fine together. I thought you really felt like she was like he was like they were like best friends or like he was like her uncle, like surrogate uncle, because her her parents were garbage yeah. farts. Yeah, um, you have Andrew Randall's as Cameron. Another guy from Workaholics, mm-hmm. right? No, 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 no. This guy was on. Uh, oh, no, uh, no, no. He was in, uh, or he was in the Broadway show uh, <laughs> Book of Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that guy. Yeah, yeah. He was almost the character was almost a woman, which Interesting. I think. It's not like his character is the biggest thing ever, I but like, I think yeah, the I think it like made that. him a little more gay, bitchy to be a more man. Yeah. Um, well, he came like they didn't really say he was gay. Or no, anything. but he was like, he was, yeah. Little hints. Um, you just, got, but like, why just little hints? Just come out with it. 
Because it's not the biggest part of the movie. Like, who cares? Why do we have to... That's fine. Whatever. Don't assume anything. Um, Adam Devine as Jason. That guy. That's the word. Okay, guy. yeah. Yeah, we both got mistaken right there. My movie. Divine, I think his name is. Uh, I love him. He's hilarious. I know you think he's He wasn't as annoying as I thought I he thought his com- last comedy special was pretty funny, actually. He's just and a frat boy. Yeah, that's not... A, yeah. Oh, that's not good, but you know... It's not the kind of comedy I'm super into. <sighs> Although, I mean, a lot of people really liked Workaholics. It's popular. Yeah, Workaholics was hilarious. Like, I love Workaholics. It's one of my favorite shows. Like, I don't know how you don't love that show. It's just about three guys I didn't, I didn't say doing stupid-ass like shit. I never like, really watched drugs it Drugs and much. drinking and being so fucking stupid. I just love stupid because I'm stupid. <laughs> Shout Aren't out to all the stupid people out there. Whoop, whoop. Except for Burt Kreischer. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I love you, I'm Burt sure Kreischer. he's listening. I love you, Burt Kreischer. I'm just kidding. Um, we got Zach Perlman as Davis. Uh, we're getting into Was he the guy, people. the ginger guy with the beard? I think so. We're getting into more obscure people that I wouldn't even know. Uh, we got Jason Orley as Lewis. Christina. Sc- was that the other guy that was there? The he was the, no, no. He was the inter- one of the interview. That's what I'm saying. We're getting into the super obscure, but I'm like, you still got to get your shout out. If you're reference on Wiki, you deserve a shout out. Christina. I'm going to say her name terribly. What is it? Oh, God. Here <laughs> This is one of the characters Sh- actually bigger. I'll right? say like Shearer. Yeah, her character actually bigger. She's Becky. She's the secretary. Yes. And then you got JoJo Kushner as Paige. Jo- oh, that's her uh, daughter. Uh, who was just adorable. Like it's just ridiculous. Like she's barely in the movie, obviously, but like she's just like a mini mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway. And even Robert, they make the, even the joke. He's just like mini clone. He takes her to a she birthday goes, party. I'm sorry. And we have yeah. one of the the only like real like plot. Twist or anything. There's no plot twist. Oh, after that moment, yes, yes, yes. When we discover uh, that, uh, spoiler, spoiler, run away. Uh, I already gave it in the beginning of the podcast. Um, We discover the husband is cheating on Anne Hathaway. Fucking scumbag. Yeah. And then we find out that she knew about it, kind of. For 18 days. Not like the whole time. Or she suspected already. She suspected, and then like that confirmed. Well, she knew because she read the text messages like 18 days ago. She just hadn't acted on it. She just hoped it ended like immediately then. But that's just like sad. That's just no. Yeah. Um. But then through me, the scene that we're, we reference where it's like we need a little more emotion. It's like where like we get a maybe they'll survive this. <laughs> like it's gonna take a lot of work. But it looks like they're both but willing to at least attempt okay. to work. No, not everything is okay. But you get the sense like they're gonna be able to willing they're gonna be able to attempt to get it. To, to save it. And even if they don't, she'll be okay, yes. Yes, right. maybe that's the message. The marriage might not be okay, but they'll be okay and she's got Robert De Niro. And then Robert De Niro's got his new little family, and he's gonna live his second little half, his last third, happy and fil- fulfilled. And it's like, what? What's wrong with that? What's There's wrong nothing with that, wrong with that. Uh, this, uh, I think you'll like. I mean, I think you, when you even saw it, you you were like, oh, this was produced by Rat Pack Dune Entertainment. Dune. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> um, 
But it has nothing to Formed do with Formed in that. 2012 by Brett Ratner and billionaire James oh, Packer. Oh, no. Brett Ratner. Yeah, yeah. Bar- Warner Brothers cut ties with them in 2018. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, They've still been doing a little... They did Life with Pi or produ- produ- produced it or... Like he produced pay, that movie? Like, held pay for it and stuff. It's one of the reference. Yikes. This is random. 2012, so. I don't really like that movie a lot. I've never seen it. It's just one of the Oscar bait movies, and I'm not usually the huge, biggest fan. I had to watch historical. it in, like, a film class. I, I'll like a, 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 an Oscar bait movie if it's a historical movie, because those usually will be just, like, how. That, that's the only time you get a high-budget historical movie that isn't like, let's put vampires in it. <laughs> right. Uh, to try to make Abraham Lincoln interesting, but it's like, oh, Abraham Lincoln is interesting. <laughs> Um, People have no attention spans. This uh, and this was all, and it was also produced by Waverly Films. Just a small little random thing, right? They're they're gonna do uh, they did some couple big. Oh, their big thing was they were produ- they produced Homecoming. Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, that was their like, but that they did that that was like their big break in like 2015, and then they haven't done anything since. They've done a little couple of little things, but they haven't done anything big since then. It's like, but that movie was really big, and it's like maybe, maybe they were just that was the biggest thing they funded, helped fund or something. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know how any of this stuff works in the background. That they like, they probably blew all their money on that. Yeah, who, yeah, maybe, but it was super popular, so you think it would have paid? Maybe um, I don't know. Maybe they did have Hollywood. It's a pretty tricky canceled. place. <laughs> yeah, but before they got cut ties with, this was distributed by Warner Brother Pictures. It mm. was uh, released on September 25th, 2015. Right. Uh, it had a budget of 35 to $44 million, So, you know, it's fluctuating there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a box office, I was actually surprised at this. I don't remember it being this big back in the day. 194000000 point six. I kind of remember it being. 194600000 I kind of remember it being a big deal. I remember it being really popular, and that's, that's when I would, like, check box office mojo for movies. But um, it was more successful than Mad Max Fury Road. Unfortunately, it came out the same year. I wish they had been just as successful. I know. <laughs> I'll be diplomatic on that point because <laughs> I love both those movies, and it's obviously oh, yeah. Mad Max Fury Road is definitely obviously Mad Max is one like of my f- everyone's more like favorite movie of that like, year. Yes, yes. I'll have to give the notch a little bit over to Mad Max over Intern, but. What have I watched way more? Intern. I've watched okay. Mad Max once. Watch Intern. I will admit, I've only watched Mad Max times. Fury Road I twice. I saw it twice in theaters. You saw Intern twice in theaters? I saw it with my mom, and then I saw it with my grandma. Oh, I was gra- like, oh, yeah, my yeah, grandma, yeah, you're going to really like this. You said that already. I'm sorry. I don't I listen very well. You. Everybody, behind the scenes, he doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, but I was surprised by that. I mean, I... That's a really big success for a movie like this. Yeah. Uh, it's not like this movie needed a sequel or anything. I know I want a sequel. It's one of those movies that proves that you don't always need to have like special effects and action to draw And you don't always crowd. need like the like oh we're going to have 17 sequels. Like no, just this one movie make a bunch yeah. of money from it and then use that money to fund other movies. Yeah, smaller budgeted, you know, just little little character or a little uh, cute movie like this it, with character Yes, it has characters. You just had to like just take that. Wait, wait, wait! I was about to give it too much of a compliment. Um, I was almost gonna say character drama, but it's a no. little bit, little bit, I guess. Yes, it's a little bit, come on, man. But it's, yes, it's wholesome, and yeah, you use these movies to fund your bigger and your more ambitious stuff that you might take yeah. a hit on. 
exactly. It's like not and not every yeah, not everything needs to be ginormous. And maybe that will be one of the positive changes in uh, after all of the all this pandemic stuff is set and done that we, we might get smaller movies. Yeah, because they'll have to costs. like start dipping their toes in. Yeah. And like you'll get like still restrictions. I mean like now you you still have restrictions now, but like as more studios and India studio indie studios have to keep going start gearing up and they don't have the big budgets like Mission Impossible does to be fully covid compliant and still do a big budget movie. They'll have to do yeah, like smaller movies yes. and like make do. Like people make do. That's the thing. Everybody come on. Everybody come on. USA. It's what we do. We make it through no matter what. Every, but the, as they go through days. it, that generation or those people think they're never going to make it through. And then in 10 years, they're like, can't believe we made it through. And, like, <laughs> and we're, we're doing here. better than before. It's what we do, okay? It's what humans do, and it's what Americans do. Listen to this podcast. Move to this country. Come on. Um, boom, well, let's get into boom, some boom. interesting facts on this movie. Oh boy. Uh, the scene where Robert De Niro doesn't know who Jay-Z is is an actually an in jo- inside joke about his beef with Jay-Z since 2012. 2012? What? Yeah, I, I could I didn't really look super into it cuz I don't like to like stir up controversy, but what I would assume it's about is what I assume it is about is like an old man Robert De Niro is just like, you know, rat, he just, just probably said something about rap music. Mhm. being offensive or something and Jay-Z probably just responded and being a, a one of the leaders of rap and they have beef or they maybe met at a dinner and don't like each other. I mean, they're humans. I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess they're human, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't it's really funny. go super deep into it because I just thought it was funny that there was even, that's beef weird. I did, I, that is an Nero. interesting fact. I'd say, uh, this one really going to give you a little Google. Okay. Uh, Quentin Tar- Tarantino named th- this one of his favorite movies of 2015. You know, it doesn't surprise me because t- Quentin Tarantino has the weirdest taste in movies. Kind of like Joe Rogan's. It's crazy. I mean, he, yeah, he, I'm totally not surprised that this well, would be Rogan a movie kids, he likes. But, but yeah, I, I was, when I saw that, I was lo- like, He loves oh Robert De Niro. He's worked with Robert De Niro. Yeah, and he probably just like, this is, he probably liked it for what it is, like a movie. He likes movies. He's, yeah, he, he probably appreciate like, it's a woman, writer, director, producer, um, doing her thing with a, and then produced by another woman, and it's, yeah, it's pretty much a woman like leaders. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that like Tarantino actress, is main pretty is kind of a feminist women. a little bit. Well, he's at least he's he not, likes women in movies, and he wants them in there, and he wants the people, and he wants women interested in film because he wants yeah. everyone interested in film and movies. Yeah, that's how he's like a feminist because he's just like I want everybody. Um, so that doesn't it actually doesn't surprise me that he would like a movie like that. You know what his favorite movie of 2019 was? Just to, I love how he always gives them out, but yeah, what is it? Um, it was that one movie that I People saw. People just ask him, yeah. It was that one movie that I saw uh, with the, <laughs> it was called Crawl. Um, that movie with the alligators oh, where, the, where okay, yeah, yeah. the house is flooded because well, it's a hurricane. You guys are almost the same, I mean, at least in that regard, because it, it for like, I don't like it because I don't like monster movies of any kind. Like, but yeah, that's why I like. But like, that. it's super. Yeah, it's a super it's a just B movie. Yeah, and I yeah I could B see him monster that. movie, and, I, and it's violent and, and I enjoyed it very over much over the top. And you're just like that's it was crazy. fun. Yeah, 
for that kind. And of he thing. likes like the old school. So he likes the whole exploitation spectrum. and stuff. He likes yeah, the whole exactly all the way over to the B. He like, loves film. Yeah. So. And so do we. With Everybody, you. and that's what this podcast is for. Um, but this, uh, here's another fact: this movie was once set up by Paramount Picture, but with Tina Fey. Tina Fey as the lead. Yeah. Uh, I can kind of see it, but then it's a, co- a full-on comedy. Okay, and yeah, I don't, true. I don't want that as much. This isn't like this had like some funny like, uh-huh. yeah, it and it had a lot like of a old people like relatable humor to it. Mm-hmm. But like that, I just thought funny. It's a very it, this movie. Part of the experience of this movie was watching it in theaters, because I it was with the cat the cr- uh, the back. audience of old people, and then when they'd make a joke like "What's a USB?" and then like the audience, <laughs> I can I just heard imagine. Old, that. I heard an old man go like, <laughs> I, "Old man was like, right on." <laughs> and they were talking about like cell phones or something. Oh my! And my God. mom was laughing like emails and like just like. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of the experience, like wh- like why I love this movie so much too, and I think that is a, a lot of movies. It's like seeing them in theaters. Everybody, I miss support theaters. I miss the Me theater Lee, experience so much. Uh, are gonna go to our local drive-in? I say this weekend. Oh, this is the first he's telling me about it. <laughs> I'm putting him on the spot, so he's forced to go because I mean, I mean, I mean Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. We want to see Wonder Woman, and I don't. It's not doing well, so I want to see it before it's taken out or anything. Um, but yeah, and to support, I want to support our local theater. This is, and we, uh, everyone go do that. If your place is doing a local, uh, drive-in or they're selling popcorn, go buy it. Support local. We keep these places alive. We're going to keep getting these movies. Otherwise they're all going to be streamed and streams fine. A lot of movies we're going to watch are streamed, but But there's some movies like I do kind of, yeah, there's some movies that this movie was fun to see in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, okay. Robert De Niro's daughter plays the hotel manager when, like, you know, the fire alarm goes off and that lady goes, like, oh, yeah, like, that's, okay, uh, okay. Drina De Niro. Her name's weird. Um, they learn Tai Chi from Tiffany Chen, the daughter of Grandmaster William C.C. Chen. So that's cool. the thing. That was kind of cool, little tidbit. All right. Like the Grandmaster of Tai Chi, which is supposed to be super relaxing and, like, meditative. Um, does it? Yeah. <laughs> And like that, there was there's some other ones like uh, I saw, but like these were ones that were like pretty action, not just like. And then if you knew this, there's a cup and the like <laughs> some of the like fun stuff you'll find in videos or trivia and videos and IMBD and stuff. It's it's like well, that's just like you're trying to fill out the page, pretty much. Um, but this movie has got some good quotes for me. Oh boy, really? Lee probably isn't surprised because he didn't see me taking any. But I had them in my brains, and I had them on IMBD. <laughs> there you go. And I also read through this uh, the script sometimes to find stuff. Ooh. Um, okay, here we go. You're never wrong to do the right thing. Who said that? You? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Mark Twain said it first. <laughs> this is like, oh, did you Tory cute. Robert De Niro. I know Robert De Niro with Anne Hathaway. Uh, Let's take that one off your plate right now. You can be buried with me and Molly. I happen to have space, okay? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and Hathaway and Robert De Niro, when she's having a little freak out. And it's just like, that's so adorable. Because he's just like, sets his little plate. He's like, oh, let's, let's settle this right now. <laughs> like, you can be buried next to us. It's such an old person response. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The truth is, 
something about about you makes me feel calm or more centered or something. I could use that, obviously. Anne Hathaway, when she likes telling him like he needs to come back after she almost accidentally transfer fired him. Right. She's like, he's like, oh, he's getting too involved in my life. No, he's too, he's too observant. And he's like, I'm doing such a good job. Do you do? And he you know, like hurt his feelings. It did. But obviously. <laughs> but then of course immediately everything's right. <laughs> hey, she had to give a little speech. But he was like trying to stop the speech the whole time so he could tell her it's okay. But <laughs> all right, here you go. Oh yeah, this is the scene. Here you go, handing a newspaper. You're not as old as I thought you were. When he gets the boner. Oh, right. <laughs> and the yeah. guy hands him the newspaper. It's Favorite. hilarious. I was just like, Lee. Favorite scene. All the people in the crowd and the audience were laughing. I mean, even I was when I first see it. It was funny. And especially big screens. The whole thing, man. Keep ranting about it. Uh, This, this I agree with. You know what would be good? If you carried a handkerchief. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This ties that whole handkerchief th- plotted together <laughs> in the end of the movie. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Like, and oh you were just like, man, only I could just carry a handkerchief around. I need to get me some handkerchiefs. And the people who know me are like, that's so sterling. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> but like, I'm not. I don't want people here. And then they go like, oh, is this like? Are you a lady type? No. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just think certain things are kind of like cool to be kind of bring back a little bit (laughs) (laughs) a little bit um well i no. (laughs) well i was going to say intern slash best friend that was the adorable scene um you know you were just and as everyone knows that's the title of this episode so i'm letting lee know right now it's the title episode i'm talking like in the future in the past in the present what the hell's happening right now oh my god what's happening uh, <laughs> uh, and here, and this is where he makes his case. Okay, it's essential that your generation doesn't know the know that it is criminal. The best reason to carry a handkerchief is to lend it. Hmm. <laughs> Ask Jason about this. Women cry, Davis. We carry it for them. One of the v- last vestiges of ch- of the chivalrous chivalrous gent. Okay. And it is, I mean, women. <laughs> I'm sorry, but do you cry? I cry too. I want it for my own tears. Um, <laughs> and then the last one, this one's a little fun one. So you're on Facebook, eh? This is 2015. People didn't hate Facebook yet. Right. Uh, <laughs> they haven't grown to mistrust it yet. Or use it for nefarious purposes. Well, th- we haven't uncovered those nefarious. <laughs> Cut to us about to link our Instagram and <laughs> all that good stuff. But... um. Yeah, that's the end of the quotes. But I just some ending thoughts on this movie. Just I like seeing because it's, it's this is why I wanted to watch this movie back to back with Goodfellas because I wanted <laughs> you you showed me Goodfellas and then it's like okay let me show you the complete other side of the spectrum. This and is he honestly very doesn't much look very different. Much, I mean, he looks just as good. He's aged amazingly. Um, Robert De Niro. I know he's timeless. Um, it's just it's cool seeing him going from like the uncle of the 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 startup place and then to like good fella stomping a fucking head and shooting and blah, blah, blah. yeah it's like Jesus Christ man and those movies it's like oh like and it was just funny like even Tarantino likes this movie 
Hey. Like, it's probably not his favorite movie ever, but it's a favorite oh, God, movie of 2015. No, and, and I don't remember, you probably remember, but I don't remember exactly what comes out in 2015. I mean, uh, Hateful Eight came out in 2015. Hateful Eight came out, uh, 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 Mad Max. Star so Wars. It's actually, actually a pretty big fucking year. Now Star think Wars about came it. out. It came out right uh, the week before Hateful Eight. I, I think. guess he would never say his own movie is his favorite movie. No, but it's funny. Name. Like he didn't really say Mad Max or Star Wars. Well, because Star Wars came out the week before, and apparently, like there was some. He actually kind of got into a thing with oh, Disney. Oh, did it destroy? Because he blamed it for his failure. I don't know if he blamed it, but. He was a little bitter, I guess. It probably when is it was a little coming true. out too, because there's parents that would have gone seen it, but then they just had to spend a bunch of money taking their kids to see Star Wars mm-hmm. and Christmas. It's like, why'd you release that in Christmas? Because uh, Django Unchained came out. Okay, Christmas, but then Star was Wars huge didn't hit. come out. Would Django have been as big? Maybe not with Star Wars. That's true. Very true. It's just. It's just. Just delay it a couple months. <laughs> I know. Come out in summertime. It seems like a good summertime movie. That's, that's a whole other Whatever, yeah. conversation. That's uh, why this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> I like Hateful Eight. So. <laughs> I like it. Uh, now we're going to get to every, we know everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Lee, questions for Lee. Ooh. Questions for Lee. Uh, what's your favorite part in this movie, Lee? It may be kind of easy. Hmm. My favorite part. It's never easy. I love it. <laughs> uh, my favorite part might be uh, just like the, you know, the theme of, you know, men not really being allowed to be like men, gentlemen yeah, and anymore. Yeah, Hathaway has that little speech. And it's nice that a woman gives the speech. It doesn't make it like mansplaining. Yeah. And she's saying it to these three guys that look like men, man child. That was like the syndrome men were going through during 2015 of like man childness. And I'm a definitely a victim of this basketball shorts everywhere. Be comfy everywhere. It's like, okay, be comfortable, but don't look like a schlub. A schlub, yeah. You can be comfortable and look nice. Like, right. like fashion's really like progressed a lot in these la- since twenty fifteen. It has, which is movie in which and Hathaway does a lot of fashion movies. Devil's Devil Wear Prada, which I saw in theaters. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a running theme in her movies. Weirdly enough, not <laughs> all of them, but some of them. Um. Okay. Well, that's uh, I agree with you. That's a good part. Uh, what's your least favorite part? This might. This be. one's actually easier. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so. It's the part where like. She, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rene Russo, the masseuse, is giving him a, a massage in like her little parlor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like she's or no, she's giving him a foot massage. Yeah. Oh. And then <laughs> fucking oh. like the guy walks in, and because from the back it looks like it she's looks like she's giving him a blowjob. Like blow I'm, I'm just like the, he does the whole classic like oh. And I'm just like, and walks into the all this stuff with just boners and blowjobs and stuff. I'm just like, this movie doesn't need that. But guess who was cracking up in the theater? Tarantino. <laughs> Tarantino and all the old people. I guess Tarantino's an old man too. But all the old people were like, ho, 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 that's dirty. Like they were, they were uh, cracking up. No. Women, men, young, old. Because I wasn't the only young person there. There was other people with their grandmas. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Okay. You just yeah, you don't like childish humor. That Not much. Not really. 
I love it. <laughs> I know you do. It just makes me giggle. I mean, I'm dumb. I'm, I'll admit it 100%. I'm a dumb dumb. I'm not a very smart person either, but... No, but you're a little more artsy-fartsy than I am. Criterion. I don't have any, like, minor, like... They got fired a lot? <laughs> you have the steel book of the fourth Transformers movie. Just because it was $5 and it's a steel book. <laughs> yep. Everyone who knows me knows why I did that. <laughs> it's pretty uh, simple. How does it feel... Not seeing Robert Nero murder somebody. <laughs> well, I mean, he. I've seen the like meet the parents, meet the Fockers, all. But that. he's a CIA agent, so he's probably murdered people in those. You don't see it though. This guy is a phone book. He remains. He's done other mo- He's done other movies where he's played just like normal people. Or he hasn't murdered. Um. That's just what he's known for, <laughs> um, and he's that's what I good, love him for. He's known for the good old head stomp. Um, here's an interesting thing that I actually was kind of looking out for, though. I was looking for any sort of references to his previous work with, like Martin Scorsese. I feel like there was like that. a sl- there would be there was one scene where I but... felt like that is that a reference? Because nothing will, nothing will ever top. One of the most infamous. But I think moments. they wanted to avoid it because I think anytime uh, Robert De Niro, it's cheesy. Anytime Robert De Niro does a comedy film, there's always like a subtle or not so subtle reference to his previous like work, and nothing will ever top the most infamous example that I can think of. Uh, which is in the movie uh, "The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle." Yes, where he plays fearless leader. Um, he produced that movie, by the way, so which is random. so weird. It's probably is like a childhood. Maybe I uh, he probably, but anyways, yeah, he plays fearless leader, and there's a scene where he quotes Taxi Driver. He does the famous scene where he goes, "Are you talking to me? <laughs> you must be talking to me." And it's just like, what? What are you doing? Well, funny you said that there's because in this like movie that. there is a Taxi Driver reference. When the when the alarm goes off and he says the police aren't going to be here for thirty seconds, that's his reference to his the, that character's rule that he always knew that like he had thirty seconds mm-hmm. from that movie. So it's not as obvious and horribly cheesy and corny because I think in this movie they like I, I think by now they've realized this don't is do much that better way. than the Adventures of Rocky and Bull. Yes, <laughs> um, and this that leads into this last question: Can you confidently say now because now you've seen a wholesome movie with a budget? with actors and actresses you like, Mm -hmm. with a director who's good in this field. Yes. Can you confidently say you don't like wholesome movies now? No, I don't like wholesome movies, but... but, You've seen the spectrum now. (laughs) But I didn't hate this movie. There's nothing to... There's really nothing to, like, hate. You were were like me during some... uh, like I act during some of your movies, like not I liked Goodfellas and certain other things, but like Reservoir certain Dogs. movies where I'm you're just zoning out. Monty Python. You can't pay attention. Yeah, it's just like I I'd had to, I had to keep like looking at you and going Lee, and like getting your attention and like you had to do that. I was to me nodding sometimes. off a little bit. Yeah, I had to keep waking you up. You've had to do that to me. Um, <laughs> you've done I, I've I've had to do it to you more often than you have to do it to me. Right. I mean I'm that sorry. says, but no, that also says something about my movies. I guess a little bit to you. But I'm sorry. Also, I try harder. 
people. But Leave down movie, in the comments how Lee's mean. But I didn't hate it. There's nothing to hate. There's nothing offensive about it. There's nothing. Yeah, there's no bad acting. It's competently made, shot. Yeah, acted. I appreciate. That's what I was saying. Like, that's another reason I want to show. After showing you a couple wholesome movies, where it's like, look at this, and I'll even show you even lower tier wholesome movies than like the already Vanessa have because Vanessa Hudgens movies still have that Netflix C tier bu- budgets <laughs> with like the good old not B even B tier. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but it's Netflix C, so. Okay. You got a um, bit and money. then also you get like, and you got like the good old B team, right? Um, but now I showed you A team wholesome, and yeah, I just I wanted to see like the flip a bunch and of. Flip and I also sides appreciate this, that this, this is actually from a from a writer director, so this is actually somebody's like project. vision. Yeah, and like I said, like she's in this field, like she's made multiple hits. Multi, uh, yeah, a, a written, produced, written, like this is what she does. This is, like she would know this if you're gonna, if anyone's gonna do this well, she'd be one of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's commendable. Well, with it, let's get your rating first. What would you <laughs> rate this movie? Well, um, yeah, like there, there were things that I sort of enjoyed. I did chuckle a couple of times. Um. I did, there were points where, honestly, I kind of thought, you might hate me for saying this, <laughs> I did kind of think Robert De Niro was sleepwalking through this role a little bit. That's just, I think, your own prejudice, but okay, your opinions are your opinions. <laughs> I don't know, there's just some parts where it's like, you could have uh, put a little bit more oomph into that line, but kind of just was like... Your it's kind of flat. Yeah, your opinions. At your some opinions. points, okay. Um, and this mic goes off your desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it wasn't as annoying as I thought. I really thought I was gonna be annoyed by some of it with how wholesome it, it sounded was. and like the trailer as I showed you in the pictures. And yeah, stuff. but no, it didn't. There was no point where this movie annoyed me. Weirdly That's enough. Good. Um, That's good. I I'm not trying to set out to know you. I'm trying to set out to find a wholesome movie that you can genuinely say I like. Right. I know you have in your idea wholesome movies, and I go, well, Lee, I guess that's kind of wholesome, but someone does get their fingers chopped off. <laughs> it's wholesome for me. <laughs> yeah. So like, I want to find you like what like I. Uh, and a lot of them also are. Let's get the. the ch- I want to get your opinion on you. Just going like, like so one movie I showed you that we're gonna show, see in the future. I'm not even reference it now, but you were like, you liked it. Like you thought I. He thought I was showing him a movie for bad movie intermission, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna show you this like in the next couple weeks. And you were like, what? But well, 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 well that's a little <laughs> teaser, and we'll find out what that movie is. Oh boy, um, will we? Now let me give you. Oh wait, we didn't get your rating. Right, yeah. So Sorry. I just think, yeah, this is just kind of an average movie. Um, so you have five out of ten. Okay, okay, I'll give it fairly. Um, okay, so let me give mine. Uh, ten out of ten. Like this movie. It's Whoa. A good budget. Yeah, this movie oh gets a ten out of ten. Five out of five on Letterbox. I like this movie. I want to. I rate it high so I can re- so it gets recommended more. I like this movie. I like the acting. I like the plot. I like how it ended. I know I'm usually like the romance. Oh, look, look. I thought the ending was a little rushed. I thought it was just a nice little typo. Like he took the day off, and it's just like a continue. Like the story's not over. 
Their story's not and that's over. That's what I meant. It kind of just felt like, well, well yeah, it, it's going to continue because there's how it ends. Because it's not like dealing it just with stops. Because it's not like a movie dealing with like a bank heist where there's going to be an ending or a a, a, a gangster movie where it's going to end with them all going to jail or. Uh, a superhero movie where it's going to end in the big climactic battle or a history movie where it's going to end in the big historical movement that the movie was made on. Mm. No, it's just this movie and a snippet on this people's lives, like a zoom in on these like little people's lives. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. see what's going on. So the movie's going to end yeah, with like okay. him taking the day off, her going like, where is he? I need to tell him like the development with my husband and then him inviting her to do Tai Chi and then just doing some Tai Chi and relaxing. And he needed the day to relax after such a stressful stuff he'd been through. Um, but yeah, I I, I, know, I like the ending. I think it's it's a good old, it ties in with the wholesome. Um, it ties in with the wholesome. I already said the thing about like uh, Anne Hathaway's husband changing Matt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really... Well, that's yeah, my final like, thoughts, I just, I like this movie. Um, I can't, uh, that, that only part, of, I, I feel like it's just nitpicking for me to just kind of really find a reason to not like something. And it's not me even not like, it. I just wish it, I just think it could have made that movie. It could have made it a six to Lee. If that, that guy had made those couple moments a little more serious because Lee likes a little more plot, a little more story. And that would have added a little bit more drama to Lee. I think maybe, and maybe, maybe I can't say for sure. Let's not say for sure. I think it would have got, gotten a six because maybe you would have been a little more invested in like their relationship ending or maybe succeeding. You know what? I was surprised uh, when I was looking this, when I was rating the movie on IMDb, that's a surprising, it has a much higher rating than I thought. Yeah, it's it would. like almost an eight. No, it's, it's 7.1. Oh, okay. I saw seven. I thought, but it's still but, a seven. Like, that's higher than I thought it would get for, especially for IMDb. Mm-hmm. Because Rotten Tomatoes were the masses of what they, who would do that go, and then IMDb is where like the like more hardcore fans go, and then Letterbox is the growing place. That's where a lot of like cinephiles are going right now. Yeah, yeah. Because IMDb is becoming more mainstream. Yes. Um. <laughs> but at least we're we allowed to still rate. Up? We're still allowed to like. Rate stuff. Of on course, IMDb. of course. It's good. Yeah, I I always rate on IMBD when I look up the things when IMDb. I do the research and your movies and I rate them on our letterbox. You know, we're we like movies, so we like to keep track of the movies we've seen. We like to. I don't write reviews. I'm not gonna write a paragraph. I've seen on a movies. lot of movies according to my letterbox. Yeah, at least seen what? What was it? What's the number? Uh, like. Almost 1,430 movies. We're just giving you a little background on the expertise, on quote-unquote expertise coming into this movie podcast. We're not doing brain surgery, so we can have some fucking expertise, right? No, not claiming And I got 853, and I still got, I feel like, a few hundred movies that I have not rated in my brain. Because I went through <laughs> a huge period where I just watched movie after movie. Depression. But I was watching movie after movie after movie. Um but I mean, I've rated a lot, so maybe I don't. But I, I feel like I've got over a thousand, and I'm gaining movies a lot. A lot of movies I would have never watched. I'm watching through this podcast, so it's the one thing I'm kind of gaining, which I like, is because these movies that even even if I kind of wanted to, like I should watch their classics, or like uh, I was like, no, I'm not going to, because it's like sad, boom, boom, shoot, shoot. I don't want to, or I never even knew about them. A lot of your movies I don't even know about. Well, there's some of the movies I've shown you. Yeah. But I'm glad it's one of it's the 
best thing that's come out of this podcast so far is me being forced to see these movies that I always kind of wanted to. Not all of them, but some I, wa- I kind of wanted to, but I never did. Like, even Reservoir Dogs, I always kind of wanted to because you hear everything. And then I finally saw it and was like, <clears throat> you fucking <laughs> despised it. But you at least kind of liked Pulp Fiction, which was yeah, nice. Yeah, I finally saw Pulp Fiction. I liked Goodfellas a little bit. I still like not going to say my favorite movies. It's not my genre. You even liked Boogie Nights. Yeah. Boogie Nights was good. But they're not like my favorite right, movies. Right. But like, yeah. but like I said, like I you'll never watch I'm glad them I again. Saw them. Yeah, but I'm glad I saw them and I experienced them, and I can finally say I didn't read the wiki. <laughs> yeah, um, so I had to force you. And yeah, you've seen a lot of movies you haven't seen. Maybe you're not as I happy know. about it <laughs> <laughs> as I am. But your IMBD and your letterbox. But at least, a like if, you know, if you were to look at like all the movies I've seen. You'd be able to say, like, yeah, you really do like movies. You've seen everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now with the addition of my movies. Every, like, sort of movie you you're, can think you're of. You're finally, like, your movies, you've seen, like, 1,400 movies of all, Every like, genre, basically. Uh, yeah, and most of them, but I'm saying, like, before me, they were mostly, like, serious dramas, horror, realistic. Science fiction. Comedies, but, like, nothing, like, but then all of a sudden, all of all of a sudden, the algorithm for your things are saying like, "What the fuck? Are these random like '80s romances and like C yeah, yeah. tier and D tier romance movies and Christmas right. movies, and then big budget romance movies. All, all these romance movies and silly comedies. Where are these coming from? All of a sudden, exactly. Yeah, you, you're gonna get a series. I mean, I movie. saw some dumb shit when I was younger too. Some Adam Sandler movies. I like how my stuff is described as dumb shit, but okay, <laughs> just go to not no even problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some dumb shit. Oh, okay, cool. You call it dumb, so I yeah, but like I didn't say it's dumb shit. <laughs> just so dismissive, and it's kind of my stuff. I can call it very dumb, dismissive. You just sorry. call it dumb shit. Yeah, it's but. pretty dismissive. I'd say, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And on that sour note, we're gonna end the podcast <laughs> right here. All right, everybody. No, for reals though. I think this is a good time to wrap it up. We're getting near an hour. We don't want to take up too much of your time, especially with some silly, like lighthearted movie like mine. Mm, some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, this movie wasn't dumb shit. I <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Well, then we have to announce. Oh God, God. next week's. Thank God I got a co-host. Right, Lee. What movie are we bringing the? The masses. People of Germany next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, they're going to enjoy m- uh, my pick for next week. Uh, it's one of my, it's a movie that came out just a year before this one in 2014. Uh, it's a movie from one of my favorite directors, Wes Anderson. Uh, it's The Grand Budapest Hotel uh, starring Ray Fiennes. Um, I just thought, you know, now we're in January, so I can just kind of pick whatever random movie I'm in the mood for. Yeah, we're out Uh, of holiday season, even though we got my holiday coming up. Valentine's Day. I actually do have some, uh, I already have, uh, two movies I want to pick. It's not my holiday, I'm not. (laughs) 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 But Yeah. yeah, I already have two movies I already have, uh, in mind for that. Nice. For that month. Although, I don't even know if I'll be able to get two movies because it's such a short month. Poor African-Americans. But okay. So what are we watching next week? I just said it. It was Grand Budapest Hotel. (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't hear that at all. Sorry, everybody. Well, that's good. I actually, that's a movie I've always heard of. Another one. That's always leads. It's either I've always heard of that movie and never watched it because I, why would I? And then, or it's some obscure movie I never heard of. Like a lot, like do the right thing. I never heard of. Um, it's yeah. not really obscure, but I had never heard of it. And um, I, yeah, I was like, I really wanted to watch it because of what was you know happening at the time. Yeah, it was actually really, and it made me. That was a little good change of my. I mean, I've more settled back into. Be, I, I tried to for a minute pivot into like, oh, I gotta make mine like kind of like fit tones and things. Now I'm settling into like, you know what? My weeks are gonna be like more lighthearted, and his weeks are gonna be not always. No, because I'm gonna show you some comedies that I like but, that you've never seen. But two thirds, seventy five percent of the time, we're gonna be on the serious note. A little bit. And even your comedies might be like Mighty Python, where it's like, you well, gotta think about that joke. And it's like, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> but they're not all of them. I, well, there Grand was a couple scenes in that movie I like too. So. Grand Budapest Hotel is actually kind of a, it, is a comedy. It is. Sort of. Yeah. I think I might actually elements. like that one. Like, I don't know much. I don't know anything about it's it. From the same direct. Well, we'll, we'll talk we'll about talk it. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Well, we hope you look forward to that. I'm looking forward to it kind of a little bit. I'm starting to look forward to these movies when they're not horror movies or bludgeoning <laughs> gangster movies. The rare comedy movie Lee shows shows me is always nice because uh, he does know his comedies. Um, but, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this week. We hope you uh, enjoy this movie if you choose to watch this movie. Uh, we hope you do. We hope you watch all our movies that we suggest. These are all basically just giant suggestions and recommendations for the movies we like. We like, and we're trying to get another person to see another, another movie we like. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, we hope you like it. And uh, even though you're listening to this on whatever you're listening on, know that in the future you can listen to this on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Podbean, and Google Podcast. Uh, please follow our Instagram. It's not the worst movie ever podcast pod. Uh, please follow us uh, on uh, all those services, all those, app, those whatever podcast service you're listening to us. Please rate and review and share the podcast. It really helps us out. If we uh, can get some ratings and uh, reviews, it just helps promote us to the front page. Um, and you know we're gonna we're this is a new year it's 2021 I think uh, we're gonna be bringing some big upgrades we got some big plans going on in the background not big but we got some mm, big for us uh, plans going on in the background and we hope you enjoy those when they come to fruition and you'll obviously know when they do but as always we hope you enjoyed this podcast and we hope you have a great week FDT boobity bop.